0: kill me precogs were wrong and pre-crime is over if you do kill me you go away but it proves the system works precogs what's going on everybody welcome back to macos to the movies i am your host and what you were just listening to is a clip from the movie minority report which i will be recapping in this episode now this is part of my tom cruise marathon which includes minority report last samurai oblivion and the original top gun huge fan of tom cruise and was really excited to record these episodes and get these out this movie Minority Report is really one of my like sleeper favorites. I enjoy this movie a lot, really enjoyed re-watching it, getting, you know, a little bit more Detail and for familiarity with this app, ep- uh, with this movie, to record this episode. It has been quite some time since I had seen it, so really excited to get started here. And that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna jump right in to the teaser trailer portion here, spoiler-free portion of this review. And Minority Report is a film starring Tom Cruise, as I've said a little bit earlier, directed by Steven Spielberg and it's about a future where murder is no longer actually able to happen there is the precogs who are a trio of people who can foresee the future and determine whether or not somebody's going to commit murder and this movie actually has really really good moments in terms of character development In terms of why the character was motivated to be part of this system. And it's only hampered down by some really bad CGI. It does have some glaring, glaring issues in that department. But you can look past that because I do feel that there's a very good story here. I personally really, really enjoy it. And it doesn't take away from it. If the story for me wasn't as good and the acting wasn't as good, the CGI could potentially be a problem. But without getting into spoilers, that's where I'm going to cap this teaser trailer portion of this episode and get right into the next segment called From Seat to Screen. Now, what that is is what works and what doesn't. Now, again, what works in this movie is the story. It is very well done and not in ways that you would really think there's not actually a ton of action in this movie. It is very character driven for a movie with Tom Cruise in it. You would think that there is absolutely a ton of action, but there's not Uh, it. Like I said, it is more of a, story-driven movie. Tom Cruise plays the lead role of John Anderton, who works for the pre-crime unit, who is actually accused of murder and has to go on the run. He is pursued by Colin Farrell, who plays Danny Whitaker. There's Max von Sydow. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. He is very well known. If you've seen a picture of him, you'd know who he is he plays the director in this movie who had the pre-crime unit up off the ground and they are actually in the middle of a vote for whether or not this should stay with the pre-crime unit in place there has not been a murder in over six years and like i said that's what really makes this work is john anderton who tom cruise plays is part of this unit Because his son was taken. He never found out where he was, and he just basically drowned himself in his work. And he does a very convincing role of a guy who is very, very on edge but has this job. You find out that he's using – there's like an inhaler-type drug in the future that he does to basically keep himself steady – And that really, really works. There's some really great drama scenes where he actually thinks he confronts his son's kidnapper, which is very well done. There's a scene where he gets to have a conversation with his ex-wife, who they weren't able to stay together after the events of losing their son. He has some really great emotional moments with the director of this program. And even has some pretty good interaction with Colin Farrell's character. So that all works really, really well. Now, what doesn't work is like I mentioned earlier uh, in the teaser trailer, the CGI going back and watching this movie now, man, the CGI does not hold up. It is horrendous. And I think that's putting it nicely. Like it is absolutely horrendous to watch. And if it wasn't for the really good performance by Tom Cruise, there's a lot of times where I'd be taken completely out of this movie because that CGI is just, it's so bad. If you've never seen this movie and you're looking to watch it, I mean... Good luck with the CGI. I hope you can get past it because it is a very, very good movie. So I'm hoping that anybody who would go and watch this absolutely takes the time to sit there and look past the CGI. But that really is all that, to me, doesn't work in this movie. I think everything about it is very well done. The way it's shot is well done. The score is well done. The acting is well done. Even the motive, when you find out what drives um, the whole main plot of this movie, and since this is obviously spoilers, what happens is, is John Anderson, Tom Cruise's character, is accused of murder. The precogs have seen him murder this man who he has no idea who he is. Come to find out, it's supposed to be the man that kidnapped and then eventually killed his son. However... It's a setup, we find out. And this guy actually didn't take his son. We never find out who actually took him. But what happened is, is the main director who invented the pre-crime unit sets him up because he needed Agatha, who is the strongest of the precogs and really makes the whole program run so that they have these visions to see when a murder is going to happen. He set up a murder So that the precogs would find what they call deja vu in the system. So what happens is he hires somebody to act like they're going to murder this person. The precogs see it. They save this woman and the guy's taken away. But right as they're taking him away, he comes in and kills the woman in the exact same way that he had set up this fall guy to actually kill this woman so that he can take her daughter, Agatha really great concept. There's a sense of betrayal because he has been with John from the beginning. They've worked together all this time. They've basically started this program together. And when Tom Cruise finds out that that's who betrayed him, it's a really great scene. And something that you could really relate to if there's somebody who you thought you were really close to and, you know, all of a sudden you find out that what you thought you knew about them, you absolutely had no clue. So that will end the From Seat to Screen segment. And we're going to move on to From the Lobby. Now, favorite scene and least favorite scene. I'm going to go with least favorite scene first. My least favorite scene in this movie is towards the end... They get back together. Um, he goes to this their old house and meets up with his wife as he's got Agatha, because at one point he takes her so that he can try and figure out what's going on and how to stop this. And there's one really great part in the scene, but everything leading up to it where she's just reminiscing and talking about their son and how he's a runner – and describing what he's doing, being on track and everything. It's very cheesy. It doesn't really land all that well, but there's a really good part of this scene. And if anybody has seen Minority Report, I think uh, everybody would know that it's when she says, I'm sorry, John, you're going to have to run again. And then she just screams at the top of her lungs, run. And uh, the pre-crime unit starts busting in through the windows to arrest him. It's actually really cool. But everything leading up to that is really, really bad. So that's my least favorite scene. My favorite scene from this movie Is the beginning when they first introduce the pre-crime unit and you're seeing John Anderton do everything. He's watching a screen, moving pictures, trying to find out where this place is so that they can find the opening scene is them showing the pre-crime unit, how the precogs figure out the murder. And he's watching images, piecing them together, figuring out the address on the screen. He's flipping pictures back and forth. He's using like kinetic gloves to turn and enhance the images. It's really cool. And then they get to the house, but then every single house is the same on this development block. And he only finds out that it's the house that they need to go into because the guy left the door open when he left before he comes back, he's going to kill his wife and her mistress. Uh, It's a really great scene showing how the system works and is really, really cool showing all the detail that is absolutely my favorite scene in this movie it really hooks you right off the bat to see how this this technology actually works in the future it's super super cool so that would be from the lobby and we're going to get into franchise appeal now franchise appeal actually is not you know technically the right name for this segment on this but and talking of the actor, Tom Cruise and appeal, he has been around forever mission impossible. And that series has seemed to only get better with time. I'm doing the marathon. You know, he was in the mummy. He's oblivion. He's just in so many things. And at one point was, you know, on top of the world is one of the top actors in the world. I still think he's incredibly talented and gifted his, you know, Willingness to do his own stunts is, I'm sure, if anybody has heard of Tom Cruise, you've heard about the fact that he's always wanting to do stunts and he broke his ankle during one of the Mission Impossible movies trying to jump from one building to another. So, when I'm talking about franchise appeal, I'm talking about the actor, and I think this is somebody who at one point had a real rough patch with the Scientology thing and his antics on Oprah jumping on the couch when he was with Katie Holmes. I, you know. It was nice to see him really come back, still have the Mission Impossible movies, and again, have those get better over time. You know, that is on its what seventh movie um with plans for more, and they've only gotten better. Now, that's very rare. Fast and the Furious, you know, has been up to nine, and those movies with seven after seven, I feel eight and nine have just gotten progressively worse. Um, So for Mission Impossible to still be getting better is a really rare feat. Um, You don't really see a lot of franchises be able to get to that many Uh, horror movies you do. And most of them just drag over time and get worse with each installment. So to have him still be relevant, he's got Top Gun Maverick coming out, which looks to me incredible. It's just really cool to see. I remember... You know, Mission Impossible 2 coming out, and at the time that was the biggest movie in the world and biggest box office and everything way back when when like thirty-four million dollars was considered just astronomical. Uh it, it's really cool to just see him still thriving and, and producing good movies. And to me, this is one of these hidden gems of his that I don't think gets a lot of credit or a lot of views. So hopefully if you've heard this, you know, review here and hopefully you want to check it out because it's, it's really a good movie. I severely underrated in my mind and something that, you know, if you're a fan of Tom Cruise, you should definitely check it out. So that's going to do it for minority report, but just to close out the show again, these episodes I've got coming are, you know, all about Tom Cruise, minority report, the last samurai oblivion, uh, Top the original Top Gun, just something that I really wanted to do talk about Tom Cruise. It was originally intended to culminate with talking about Top Gun Maverick with the delay, that's not going to happen, but I still wanted to produce these episodes and you know, talk about these movies as I'm a big fan of his. And before I close out, I do want to say shout out to the basement binge and Harrison. He's always super kind and always plugs the show. He has been on numerous episodes. We've done the Disney plus series together. We've done uh, for the Marvel shows. We've done Bumblebee, Prometheus. I've been on his show. We recently did uh, both Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. uh, The Michael Bay ones. We did those, which were a lot of fun. We did a fast and furious, all nine movies, which was a, blast to do that so his show notes will be in the you know his show link i should say should will be in the notes for the show check out the basement binge if you haven't i've mentioned it a ton but a great show if you like this one you'll love the basement binge and also rob who. I'm sure you've heard him. He's been on so many episodes. Logan, the Star Wars anniversary episodes. He's done the Watchmen with me. Just so many episodes, I can't even list them all. But him and his brother have done a couple episodes one for Goodfellas and one for Fight Club. We call it the Matt Goes to the Movies Extended Podcast Universe. Great episodes, a ton of fun. You can tell the genuine joy that the two of them have talking about those two movies as they've meant a lot in their life. And it's just really cool. A lot of people checking out those episodes. So I know Rob really appreciates it. It's really cool to see you guys, you know, dabbling in these different episodes, checking these out. All of your support is really, really appreciated. So until next time, thanks for tuning in to Minority Report and we'll catch you on the next round.